Hi, welcome to Picayune Conversations. I'm Calvin, this is Lindsay. Uh, Picayune Conversations is our little vlog, podcast, whatever. I guess it depends on how you're getting it, but where we talk about uh, business and we talk about humankind and we talk about culture. Um, real quick note before we get into the meat of what we're going to talk about today, but uh, today will be the last episode of season one of Picayune Conversations. Um, that's for a few reasons. One is we're about to embark on some international travel. Yeah, we're going to be gone for like three and a half weeks. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Um, so we're just going to be limited and we're going to be running around like crazy doing a bunch of stuff. So we're not going to have time to, to film these. But also, um, we're also just having a little bit of um, a shift in format that I think I, we want to give you a little preview of what that's going to look like. Because I think it will be really exciting for everybody. Of course, like we know that, of course, you love listening to us. But... Uh, in our second season, we're really going to shift more into an interview format where the conversation will be very much, it'll be still be really conversational yeah. and, and fun and lighthearted. Episodes won't dramatically increase or decrease in length or anything like that, but we're just going to get a few different voices. Um, some friends of ours, uh, f folks who have, um, who we have learned a lot from, you know, we could kind of echo what they would say or try to mimic them or we could just have them on the show so we'll have them on the show so that's something you look forward to i think i don't know when we'll launch that but i don't know we'll we'll keep everybody in the loop but this will be the end of season one season two will be more interviews that's the tl tldr version <laughs> you're so hip um do we want to name drop anybody so that way they feel oh no let's keep everybody in suspense you know all right yeah well, we'll be there. I mean, Barack Obama might be a guest, but... <laughs> I have shaken his hand. We're, we're close. <laughs> it's, it won't be Barack we're Obama, tight. okay? I, I can confirm that. But Although, if he's watching this, we are famous. We are. We're open to <laughs> we that. We have made it. Barack. We're, we're open to that. <laughs> Your first name basis with the I president? Mean, you, you got to. That's, that's, Mutual respect. That's this is true. a conversational a, yes. uh, bit of media and, here. Okay? And we are Illyrians. That's so, right. You know. Can't get too formal. Treat each other as equals. So why don't you tell us uh, about what we're going to talk about today? Um, I thought for our last episode it might be helpful to leave you with like a practical skill or way of thinking that you could use today or after you listen to this. Uh, and I call it, and I think it'd be helpful not just for like therapist client situation. I think I don't know. I've told friends about Anybody this. Anybody could use this. Yeah. You think? Anybody could use this. Oh, yeah. I feel so confident now. All right. Well, I call it first thought, second thought. And what it really is, is I use it during the reorientation phase of therapy when clients are trying to change the way that they think and how they do things. And it is really, really hard to make changes. Though, as we talked about in another episode, uh, our bodies are hardwired for patterns. And when that happens, like when you try and change something, our bodies go into fight or flight. And it's like, mm. what are you doing? Brian, you normally yell when your kids misbehave. Why aren't you yelling? You know, and that's just how it works. It takes time. And during that time, a lot of the times uh, my clients say like, well, I'm still thinking these terrible things. Like, doesn't that mean that I'm bad? Mm. Right? So anybody who's trying to be kinder to yourself, this is mostly how I use it in therapy. People trying to, I'm trying to teach them how to be more self-respectful. Uh, and or if you're trying to be a good model to your kids or fr friends, maybe if you're that friend, <laughs> that tries to be the, the good one. Or if you're just trying to make a long term change or even short term change in general. So I usually explain this really fast in session. So if I'm going too fast, like. Oh, you're doing great. Keep going. Pinch me. OK, so how I explain it is your first thought. That's 
instinctual. It's unconscious. You're not thinking it on purpose, right? And this comes from like, I don't know, just, it's sort, sort of like a tribal thing where it's like the way that you were raised, your experiences, your family, the culture, like whatever, right? And how you've made meetings of those things. And you can't help it. Like the, I'll, I'll, I'll give an example. I was going to use the, the traffic example, but I don't like that one as much. I use it way too much. Um, when, oh, when my daughter was, she's three, she's about to go into like a pre-K sort of thing. And I didn't register her in time. I didn't realize that you needed to do it like before they were even born to be able to get <laughs> into a good place. Yeah. So my first thought was, oh my God, I am such a bad mom. <laughs> like, I'm such a bad mom. I don't have my shit together. And now she's going to end up in, you know, some dumpster fire of a school and it's going to be all my fault. And, you know, and I spiral. My second round of thinking, my second thought is, or, uh, counter offer here is what I say to my clients, counter offer, <laughs> what if I'm just really busy and we have like 16 side projects that we're doing, right? Um, trying to reorganize my house. I'm trying to figure out travel, trying to figure out all these things. Like, what if I just kind of lost track of things? And I'm not saying that excuses it, but like, maybe that's what it is. Whatever your second thought is, that is the real you. That's more the real you than the first thought. Or if you get cut off in traffic, maybe your first thought is, you son of a, you know what, like you did this on purpose. <laughs> you know, like you, it's, you, you take it very personally. If your second round of thinking, and mine normally is if I maybe have that first thought, not that I ever do, um, is, well, maybe they're late for work. Um, maybe they have kids, <laughs> so they're late for work, or maybe they have multiple jobs and they're they're late another time, like they're gone. You know, like I like maybe that's what it is. That, in principle, like that's more the real me. That's the the empathetic and like more patient and understanding. Like that's it. That's me. Uh, but people really kick themselves for their first round of thinking. I'm like, please, just like be kind to yourself. <laughs> like you yeah. literally can't help it. This is like you can't stop evolution. Like this is just it's in us. And you can't, you can't really get rid of those things. It comes back from, like, the survival way of thinking, you know? Um, but, yeah, that's my second. Well, that second I, I, I like what you're saying here. In part, you know, I think sometimes, right, when, we, uh, when I say things like, well, I can't help it, what I'm talking about are larger patterns that, like, actually I, I probably can help, you know, that, like, aren't just mere... Uh, reflect uh, uh, mere reflex or whatever, but that's not to deny that there is such a thing as reflex, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, like those things really are there. But um, but what you're talking about is a choice that follows reflex. Like, what is it that we lean into? Yes, and that's um, the gift that I'm hoping to to bestow on everyone is that it matters most what you do with your thoughts, even if you do something with the first thought, not the second thought. But like, it matters more what you do. That's who you are. Yeah, that's I, so. I think that that's a, a really that creates a little bit more room for us to just be imperfect human beings. Um, a little bit more room for the body to be the body, and not this like perfectly structured, you know, uh, highly curated thing that never thinks anything irrational or whatever. Like, what? We're we're not particularly <laughs> rational, no. and uh, this is maybe the the great overstatement of the Enlightenment. Right? Is that? Um, is that human beings are are fundamentally rational beings, uh, when, which now we've got like really cool research on this that shows that that's it's not that um, it's not that rationality or reason like doesn't play a really significant part in how we function and and whatever, but that it's 
that's not actually what leads us in life. Um, and so I think what's nice about that is it just lets us be human. Yes. But then also it it still maintains that we do have some responsibility because I think this is the other thing that uh, maybe I would tend to do or I have clients who do this or I've watched other people do this is that they say, well, you know, but like, I mean, this is where my head goes, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and as if, and there's nothing I can do about it. Like right. that's the other half of the sentence. And it's just say, no, actually, okay, that's where your head goes. And you can then uh, make a choice to make a counteroffer. I really like that language of, of counteroffer of um, what is it that you're going to lean into here? Are you going to lean into these uh, thoughts that are kind of reflexive and either judgmental or unkind, uh, whether to yourself or to other people? Are you going to lean into uh, depressive or anxious thoughts? Or are you going to say, oh, well, there's that anxious thought. That's a way to think. And of course, you know, if I if I keep rocking that, I bet I'm going to feel pretty miserable here. What would be a more courageous way to think about this? And and actually, I want to I want to pull on you a little bit here just to say, um, can we distinguish for a second between just like the nature of what you're talking about and just positive thinking or even like toxically positive thinking? Because I know that that's not what you're saying, but there's a little nuance there. And can you tease that out for folks? Well, just my first thought was like, do I want to go in that direction? Now I'm saying I can see myself. Um, Repeat the question. Um, Because it's it's right in the like front part of your brain where you can like smell the thought coming back. So just repeat the question. When we're talking about first thought, second thought, we're not just talking about just, oh, well, think positive. Um, Like redirect from a negative thought to a positive thought. And that's where the like toxic positivity where it's like, oh, your house is burning down. But look, you still have your, your car. So smile, you know, like, no, you're allowed to be upset that your house is burning down. Um, I think we don't want to gaslight ourselves. I don't want it mm-hmm. to be we have um, our first thought and then we're like, no, that's not true or, or whatever. And just, you know, talk yourself out of it. It's more, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Help me out here. It's oh, like, well, it's, it's so complicated. Um, I, I, it, to me, it's a, it's a distinction between useless and useful. So meaning, let's even say that I'm like, Let's, make, let's say that I make a self-assessment about myself. Like, let's say that I sit, tell a lie. And afterwards, I'm like, God, you know, Cal, you are such a liar. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it could be that that's true. Could be. It, it could be that that's really true. And that's uh, when we need to do some CBT stuff. And we say, okay, like, we can examine the, the evidence. What evidence do you have to prove that? You know, is that actually true? Because maybe it is. And then you can make different movement based on that. Yeah, and and I think I think that's yeah I think that's it right where like the first thought there might be well I'm such a liar and therefore I'm terrible and I must sit here and um, whatever mourn in sackcloth and ashes or something right (laughs) but um, it's it's more like that's that's actually not particularly useful it's like well gosh I lied and geez I do seem to exhibit a pattern of dishonesty what would I like to do about that. Um, can I and can I lean into that of like, well, what's a small step that I could take towards honesty? Um, maybe in the next five minutes or the next hour or the next half day or the next week. 
Um, or with the daycare stuff, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to make a list of mm. the available options and see what's out there. Maybe we, and this is what we ended up having to do, maybe we can go to a local church and we can find a program there. And we did. Um, yeah, so, and what I like about that, right, is that it's, you're not, uh, I like that you use this term of gaslighting yourself. Like, you're not just sitting there be like, oh, no, it's going to be fine. And actually, like, all things work out for the better. And so, like, if it didn't work out with this place, we're going to find a better place it will it'll be better wherever she ends up i mean maybe it won't no part of part of the part of the self-respect thing here is like you acknowledge that it could (laughs) that you're you're having these feelings i'm not saying that they're true like just because you think it or feel it doesn't mean it's true but it is valid that you're having it um before you move on to that next step where you decide what to do with it i i think uh for me there's this beautiful thing I think is a really encouraging wonderful thing about life that regardless of where of where things are there's always some kind of useful movement that can be made Um, what do you mean by useful I mean useful in in regards to is it actually getting you towards your desired goal in life well, a little bit of that, and, but sometimes our, our goals in life are mistaken. mistaken. And yeah. so I'm more talking in, in terms of like relative to nature, meaning um, sitting around feeling bad about yourself for being a liar uh, does not improve the it does not improve anything for either for you or for humankind at all to stay to say, you know, the reality is, is that things don't typically go well for people who are dishonest. And, um, and so they're like, I don't really want to be a dishonest person that incurs uh, burdens upon other people and it puts burdens on me. It lends to a general milieu of distrust in the world. And I don't, that's not something that I want to contribute to. So here's a small step that I can take towards honesty. Well, that's useful. And it's, it's like getting myself aligned with the nature of reality. Human beings, I don't, I don't care who you are or what you believe, religion, creed, culture, whatever. Generally, human beings do not take kindly to dishonesty. Yeah. In the same way that, I mean, this gets to Adler's life tasks of like, you got to work, you got to somehow sort, sort out how you're going to get along and share the world with other people. And you got to develop some relationships that are intimate. And so I think if the thoughts that we're thinking and the actions that we're taking, right, are moving us towards those tasks of life and helping us to solve those problems of living in a, in a, in a better way, then I say that's useful. The stuff that moves us, that pulls us away from those tasks, that's what I would call useless. I don't mean that in like an insulting way. I just no. mean it in a descriptive way. That, And so you can imagine, right, that let's say you were so distraught by this, you know, apocalyptic failure of not signing up your daughter for the for the school. But at the end of the day, what really what's necessary is that like she have a place to go She's where she can learn and be cared for and treated with some level of respect. And there actually are things that you can do that you can be doing that are going to make that more and more likely. Does it does it guarantee that you're going to get the best place? No, of course not. But uh, but you make it more and more likely rather than just sitting around feeling terrible about it and saying, oh, I'm such an abject failure. Right. You can see how that, that discourages you and pulls you away from the actual problems uh, uh, that nature presents to us. Again, not like people present to us. Nature presents yeah. these things. It's not me saying that people have to contribute or work to some degree. 
uh, nature says this. Like you have to eat, you know, and when you eat, you maybe if you do it off of a plate, like the plate, you either got to throw it away or you got to wash it. And either one takes work, you know, like um, that's not, I don't know, some, some cultural, uh, you, you know, socially relative thing that's been imposed or constructed. Like nature says that you got to do those things. That's what I mean by useful. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, anything else that you want to say about uh, first thought, second um, thought? Like what might be a... Well, I might want to add, please hear me saying I'm not asking you to, if you're in a potentially threatening situation, I'm not saying that your first thought, like if your spidey senses are, are tingling, please trust that. Like I'm not asking you to talk yourself out of feeling scared that someone might hurt you. Um, so I just wanted to make sure I said that. <laughs> in hindsight, I was like, mm, maybe I should add that, that little. So. Well, so, that's, yeah. I feel like that's a nice addition that relates back to toxic positivity. Like we're, we're certainly not advocates of just this like, well, if you just think something is true, then it's going to be true. Like, is there a sense to which we construct our own reality? Sure. Also, if I'm in a genuinely unsafe situation, me just being like, no, 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 everything's okay. Um, this does not improve no. the safety of the situation. No, it and, does not. and I, uh, and what I do then is I render myself unable to adapt properly to the environment. And so I, I like that you're extending to people this respect for them to say, no, 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 like you, there are things that you need to properly adapt to, but we can be watchful. We can be mindful, particularly when there are patterns of thinking. Yeah. Yes. I was going to add something else, but I think we're. Well, oh, yeah. yeah. We're good. It's about time. So, it's about time. Yeah. So that is a wrap for season one of Picking Your Conversations. We thank all of you who have been watching and, and listening. And we anticipate that uh, you'll, if you've been listening thus far, you're really going to enjoy season two. So keep your ears to the ground and we'll um, do what we can to let you know uh, when, that, when that comes out. So thank you for everything. Bye now. Bye.